everyone, Dave and Jeff, it is April 22nd, 2021. Well, uh, day went, as a lot of days went, with a text message Yeah, from a Patreon subscriber, Aaron Creasy, <laughs> hometown Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey, tell Dave, for ruin, uh, thanks for ruining my whole day. Anytime I get two emails from him, I know I'm screwed. And he goes, that first one sounded like the level was volume one. I'm driving around, got my car stereo at volume 90, trying to hear what you two idiots are saying. He goes, then I go to email number two. He said, it's fine for three quarters of the show. And then Dave tapped out and it (laughs) dropped right off again. Dave, I'm going to give you the floor. It was an experiment with the listeners that I wanted people to feel like they had a stroke. (laughs) I would like you to realize these people are nice enough to financially support this show. Really? The same ones you said, fuck off, thanks for the $5 last week? Ah, that was, yeah, that was hostility from (laughs) everything going on. The other thing I want to let you know. By the way, since you did that, we've gotten zero emails about any questions. You scared the fuck out of everybody. Oh, everybody knows it's just joshing around. (laughs) It's all shenanigans. Uh, How about this? Yeah. I'm talking to our pal, Matt Coyle. Okay. Author extraordinaire on Tuesday. And he says to me, tell me what you think with Lamette tomorrow. And I said, well, you know what, Matt? I go, it's funny you mentioned that. I go, I've actually watched this team a lot. So let me tell you what I see happening tomorrow with Lamette. I said, somewhere around pitch 35. <laughs> Jesus. We're going to see Lamette walking off the field, shaking his head. And I said, those two dummies, Orsillo and Grant, boy, you don't want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) So I was off by six pitches, Dave. It was 29. Coyle texted me and goes, damn, you nailed it. Well, when you read what Kevin Acey posted tonight, that the Padres lead all of baseball since March of 2020, 10 different guys with Tommy John surgery, there are five teams that have not had any in that time. The next closest is the Pirates yeah. with five. And now you hear that Lamette is going to be on the 10-day injured list. And the hope is, Dave, after 10 days worth of rest, that he's going to be able to pitch again. Dave, I have a simple question for you. Yeah. If any of the doctors over at the San Diego Padres down there at 19 Tony Gwynn Drive gave you medical advice, how quickly would you follow it? Not at all. What? Not at all. Here's... It's so interesting to me. One it's is a place when, of learned doctors. <laughs> one is when Lamette came back, didn't all of us feel like this is a ticking time? Yes. Time off? I mean, nobody felt comfortable. Well, nope. we saw Clevenger in the playoffs, yeah. right? We've seen Castillo. We've seen every other guy. Dave has mentioned 10 guys in the last 15 months. I don't know why any of us would be nervous. <laughs> well, what what do they say? It's something like the percentage is ridiculous. It's like 29% of all Tommy Johns are from one organization. I mean, it, it is ridiculous. There are 30 teams, and yet they're responsible for 29% of them. So you go, holy fuck. And we've seen different injuries over the years where they fire guys. Remember that? Be, this yeah. guy's out. This guy's out. And you go, what the fuck's going on? Lamette's one of those guys, though. It, he's so fucking good. It's his slider, they say, that gives him the problem, which is his best pitch. Yeah. So he can't say stop throwing it. It's what he has. Yeah. 
So when he got hurt yesterday, yeah, you're sitting there going, motherfucker. But we all thought it was going to happen. Yes. And then all of us, okay, so let's say he comes back in 10 days. Hell, after Tatis came back, which I didn't think was going to happen that soon. Yeah. Fuck, anything's possible. But when he comes back, and if it happens again, we're all going to go, shit, he should have had the surgery last October. Yeah. You, you throw out 2021, and at least you have him for all of 2022. Now if he has the surgery, let's say, around June 1st, you're waiting for done. half the he's season done. next year. He's he's literally done for 21, and he's done essentially for 22. Fuck. Fuck. I mean. <laughs> what the hell is going on over there? What What is going on? Dr. B- Bombay from fucking Bewitched is the guy Jesus. running everything. It's, um. It's unbelievable. It was disappointing because he looked like his old self. Like I, he was what we thought he was. Well, and then they run Tingler out there. Yeah. Ting. And you got to, this poor son of a gun <laughs> has to sit there. Hey, you know what? When I saw him, he was in good spirits. Couldn't raise his arm above his. <laughs> Couldn't button his shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I had to zip up his jacket before oh, he left. Right. As I was helping him tie his tie, he couldn't lift his arm. God dang. Uh, poor Tingler, man. I just, he's got to go out there. I just don't know, Dave. What, like, at what point? Yeah. Who is that now? The guy, actually, some people at the Dodger Padre game sending me pictures. Padre fans, believe it or not. Well, if that impacts the levels, you're going to be in big they trouble. Won't, they won't hear it. Nobody hears it. Uh, but the, the deal being is that if you're Lamette, like, at what point do you go, you know what, maybe we don't do this anymore. Maybe we maybe we err on the side of caution, and instead of rushing these guys out like Clevenger and Lamette and Castillo and anybody else, you know what, maybe we look for a second opinion. Ten days? Yeah, ten days. Ridiculous. Ten days, no MRI is what they're going to do for him. Okay, so right now, place. Well, they on the did t- an MRI yesterday, right? No, he refused the MRI. So no MRI, placed on the ten-day IL forearm inflammations. What are you at? Then you have Kella, who was placed on the ten-day IL shoulder inflammation. Okay, and you're just going, "Fuck, this sucks." Well, the Kella thing to me was, I mean, he'd been pretty efficient. He has been. And then yesterday, as you're getting swept by the Brewers. Both of those home runs got out in a hurry. Yeah, they did. So that might have been like, hey, you know what, Keone? Why don't you take, uh, why don't you take 10 days off? <laughs> <laughs> the guys in the clubhouse want to beat the shit out of you. Just what? take 10 days off. Let yeah, everybody you know cool down a little bit. Yeah, go down, see a few things. Have a sandwich, relax, oh my and God. then we'll act like in 10 days you feel dynamite. So who they replaced those guys with were uh, Nick Ramirez and Chris Matt. All right. Well, that's great. That's, I mean, you needed arms day for the yeah, bullpen, 100%. right? hundred percent. And the bullpen has been doing well. Overall, the bullpen's been doing well. Overall, the pitching staff hasn't been terrible. You know, you look at you look at what's going on with the, the Padres there, and you go, hey, that's better than what we did last year. Yeah. Where we thought the bullpen was going to be a strength, and they weren't a strength for most of the season. So uh, very frustrating. But the the problem with the pods are, and we said this before the the Dodger series and the Brewers series, and when you start playing teams that are a little bit better, or teams that might make the postseason, you were playing sloppy. I mean, mm-hmm. you were doing things by, you know, poor defense. They have the worst defense in Major League Baseball. Thirty yeah. teams, they have the worst defense right now. They leave a shitload of runners on base. I mean, how many runners in scoring position can you not bring in? Bases loaded, no outs, three guys yeah. strike out in a row. Looking, 
Right? I mean, fuck, fam. Right down the middle. What? Do you, what, what Damn it. <laughs> look fastball and adjust, asshole. That's not fantastic. That's not fantastic. Is right. Hosmer swinging at shit over the strike zone. And you, you just sit, sit there and shake your head. So you got to think you got to move in, in a pretty good direction. I know it's frustrating to lose to the Brewers. You and I spoke about this. I'm not yeah. even sure if we did this on the show. But I was telling you, when you see um, Woodruff. Woodruff and you see Burns come, I go, those guys are insane. They're really good. They're really fucking good. So as much as you might be excited about taking Sunday's game against the Dodgers, the Brewers are coming here with their best, and they, they swept them. Yeah, and you got Hater at the back end. And then you, you got Hater in the back end, which is amazing to me that a guy that doesn't throw 100, still, you know he's only going to throw a fastball, just comes in and cleans house over and over again. Yeah, but, movement, though. God yeah, damn. I didn't think they were going to lose yesterday. Or, you know, as we do the show, it's Thursday today. I didn't think they were going to lose the, the last game of that series. The first two, I did expect them to lose. I just think those two guys for the Brewers are two of the best in baseball. I, I also thought, Dave, if they were going to lose, it could be a little bit of an emotional hangover after what we saw with the Dodgers. It was an right? exhausting, exhausting yeah. series. I mean, the Dodgers lost right away to Seattle, too, in the first yeah. game. So if you had, uh, if they had had Monday as an off day, yeah. I don't know if it changes anything. I mean, the Woodruff and Burns were studs. They were great. But they just, they seemed a little beat up. Yeah. And so, and, and Dave, that's kind of one of the challenges, right? When you're carrying whatever they have, 13 pitchers, you don't have the deepest bench. It's not like you have a six-man bench no. where you can go, hey, for today on Monday, we're going to take Fam uh, and Machado and Tatis and Hosmer out, and we'll go a little different. I mean, those guys are out there. It's, it's the challenge with that no universal DH, right? You got to go... Much deeper in the pen than you probably have in the past, and uh, and it catches up with you if you if you need to give a guy a day off. Exactly right. So with uh, with the Padres, they lost five of six of the homestand, which was surprising. I mean, Terrible. that that's half their losses Terrible. on the season. Seven of their last nine, as we do the show right now, they're up one nothing on the Dodgers in game one of this big four game series. But for uh, for the Pods, I think one of the things that's alarming is you've played in your last three series, you haven't won any of them, and yeah. you're going okay. What is, what is this team? What's their identity? When are the bats going to start coming along? Who do you start thinking about either getting rid of and making a trade to get somebody to replace them, calling somebody up, whatever the move is? Who on this team have you said, man, enough? It's I've, I've seen Gore. enough in 20, in 20 I'm games. I'm done with Paddock. You, okay. <laughs> Are you done with fam? Oh, I'm absolutely done with fam. You're done with fam, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm done with fam. Are yeah. you, what about Profar as an everyday guy? Uh, no. I think he's a utility guy. He's a utility guy. He's your bench guy. The guy you talked about uh, making yourself a deeper team. Yeah. Yeah. Going out. He's not an everyday starter guy. I don't think so, Dave. He's not. 255 runs knocked in, no home runs. He's not. I don't think so. I I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe you get a uh, left-handed bat outfielder, possibly, right? I'd be fine with it. Yeah, and and you're gonna have to shake something out to get it. I don't know how many teams are interested in moving guys right now when you're not even at May first. I don't know. I mean, do you go? Do you do you make a play for Ona? I mean, at a certain point, I this is the thing that makes me insane. You're not good enough as an organization or as a team to say, "Hey, it's April." Yeah, the Dodgers are freaking great. So the longer you drag your feet, the more you open the door for them to extend the lead to a spot where you can't catch them. Yeah. 
And as far as I knew, going into this year, the goal was to win the division, not win the wild card. No, you never go into a season saying we won wild card. Yeah. But you're right. It changes your entire mindset if the Dodgers get out to such a big lead where you're like, we're fighting for the wild card. Yeah. And and so now with injuries to as many guys as they have, uh, I think you have to look at it and go, you, you got you to gotta find something. I yeah. mean – you got to find something. I mean, look, Weathers has been great, right? He gives you five tonight. Oh, he's been outstanding. Pitches eight, 80 pitches, right? I have yeah. to think, Dave, I don't know if you let him go out for the sixth. If you do, it would be huge, right? But we're sitting here, and as you guys already know, but Dave and I are watching the game where Grisham just hit about a 900-foot home run. Sure did. Off that noodle arm, Walter Bueller. <laughs> Walter Bueller. I call him Walter, Dave. Uh, That's where you go. No, I love Walker Bueller. But – I don't know. I, I just I think you got to figure out something. You better figure it out quick. Weathers, I think, has proven he's the real deal, right? Well, I was. I mean, only to, gave up one hit through five innings. I was saying to Josh before uh, we went on. I've talked about it on the show before. There's a picture that we have out in the garage of a kind of a fish island shot of Alabama going on the field. Yeah. And I've always said to you and to Josh, it's like my favorite picture, and it's cool how Josh is right in the middle of it. But the thing that I was asking him before we went on was I said, how many of the guys in that picture just have it? Know what I mean? That it factor where you just go, the stage isn't too big for him. He goes, oh, man. Josh said I can point out 20 of them, guys that came in that just may not have been a five-star recruit. We were talking about Mac Jones, right? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, may not have been early on, but he definitely is now. We were talking about who does that credit to go to at Alabama, whether it was Sarkeesian, Kiffin, Saban. To me, Dave, I think there's a huge difference between a lot of the guys that come up and Weathers. Weathers, to me, again, it's two starts, and guys will start to see tape on him, and it'll be – how will he adjust, right? Because when Paddock came up, he was pretty special, and now he's he's struggling. But, man, there's just something about Weathers where you go, this dude just has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder that you like to see. He's he's really good, and he's done well against the Dodgers now three times. Yeah. You know, three times out. Whereas I pointed out to you on the show we did earlier in the week, when Paddock pitches against the good teams, he gets beat. Paddock mm-hmm. doesn't beat True. good teams. And here's Weathers now has faced the Dodgers three times, you know, 14 and four they are right now, ran in world champs, and yet he's looked good all three times. And I think he has now, so you go, okay, we've got our four, we've got four starters. Yeah. Now the question is, what are we doing at five, right? Where do we go from here? I mean, I guess the way it works out, it's Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, Blank, Weathers, um, how does that go? I mean, at some point, Dave, that might go Darvish, Musgrove, and Snell at three, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> Musgrove is quickly establishing himself, right? Yeah. But what I want to know is, where's Gore? That's what. That's the big story, right? I mean, you keep hearing about control problems, and then here we are. We sit there and we watch him um, in spring training, and he did have major control problems. He's walking a ton of guys. He's missing the square. He's missing where the catcher's setting up. And you go on all the rumors of the control problems, you can see what they're talking about. Well, that you got Larry matter. Rothschild here. Fuck. It doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't hit your spots, you can't win. Yeah, I, I, would, I, I don't know what you're going to do with Paddock, right? The, the thing that I heard. I think most people in San Diego outside of his brother are done. 
Yeah, I mean, he strikes out seven and five, but five earned runs pretty quick, yep. right? I don't know what your role is for him. Does he become that guy in the pen? Fuck, like Perdomo? The guy that sits there <laughs> right. and pitches fucking four innings when you're out of the game? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, do you... Shit, Dave. I, at a certain point, maybe he gets sent down to the taxi squad, right? Yeah, well, I think we all thought when he came back this year, he would develop a curveball. He would do something. Yeah. It just... Uh, you you got to... I mean, how many more opportunities are you going to give him? Dude, okay, so let's look at what he's done in the last calendar year. He was the opening day starter. Then he's now the basically five, and now you're talking about getting him out of the rotation completely. Yeah. You know? It's, dude, the game, man, right? Pretty unforgiving. It's unforgiving, and the guys know it. The guys on his team know. The The fans know. I mean, when, he takes, when you see him scheduled to pitch, you sit there and go, fuck me. Guy, he and is, how many people like to buy a sheriff T-shirt and feel like a real a asshole? That hat. I mean, fucking Woods bought a pair of boots for no did. reason. He's like, I can't even listen to Jason Isbell yeah. tonight. So frustrating. Um, fucking Paul looks like Shotgun Tom in that stupid hat. I like how you cheap shot Paul. I don't feel like he should be. I feel like Paul should be off limits. Well, fuck, I was at the game on Sunday. Hey, I'm going to come by and see you. Well, I was only there three and a half hours. It was great seeing you too. I feel like I feel like Paul. I watched your wedding on Zoom. The least you could do I is fucking too. come down and say oh, hi. Oh, but I wasn't there. If I was there, he would have come by and said hi. Guaranteed. <laughs> I feel like Paul is an extension of the kids are off limit rule. <laughs> He's 30. I don't care. <laughs> Like Paul is, Paul and wives and kids are off. <laughs> that's it. That's three. Uh, I gotta protect my body, man. But uh, yeah, I would. I would just figure something out and quickly. But shit, they don't seem to have any. Uh, listen, their confidence in him is a lot stronger than the rest of us. Yeah, I feel like every time he takes the mound, he should be in a green singlet with <laughs> knee pads because he looks like that guy they used to bring out on Georgia Championship Wrestling. Yeah, I remember that guy. That would get the absolute shit beat out of him by Ernie Big Cat Lad. And Gordon <laughs> Soley would always introduce him. Uh, the opponent today from Biloxi, Mississippi, 188 pounds, Tiger Williams. Well, Tiger, uh, he's a math teacher when he's not here. <laughs> And in the opposite corner, 6'9", 375 pounds from Louisiana. Ernie, big cat lad. You're like, hey, I like this. This is going to be competitive. And then Ernie come out, let me tell you something, Mr. Television Anata. You go, oh, shit, he's mad. Tiger Murphy is going to get the shit beat out of him or whatever they called it. And yeah, he'd beat him up. That's how I feel like Paddock. I feel like Paddock's out there in his green singlet, and every guy with the bat is Ernie, big cat lad. <laughs> And Jay Stingler is just Gordon Soley telling us why we're about to see a competitive matchup when we all know different. Oh, my gosh. All right. So this is, as we said before, big four-game series, not only for the for the Padres because they're facing the Dodgers, but just so the Padres can get back on fucking track. Is Bellinger coming back for this? No. Bellinger has a broken leg. Bellinger's out for a while. They don't know how long he's out for. So Bellinger, you remember he got hurt second series? He was running a first base, and the pitcher stepped on the back of his leg? Yeah. Yeah, created a fracture in his leg. So he's he's out. I mean, I'm fucking this Luke Rayleigh guy in the Dodgers is fucking terrible. I'm sitting there going, how does Luke Rayleigh keep starting these games? 
And there's Sean Noisy guy, the guy at the second base. So the, the Dodgers are banged up too. They got Gavin yeah. Lux is out. I don't even know why McKinstry's not playing. I don't know. Well, I, didn't, back, I didn't hear the they broadcast. Had, uh, back strain. Chris Taylor was going to start. Christ. Oh yeah, Chris Taylor was supposed to play today, and he had back spasms. Jesus. And then McKintry gets in the lineup, and he's got back is issues. That what they said too. Yeah. Oh They're my like, god. What the I didn't even know what happened. There. All I know is the Sean Noisy guy is terrible. So I'm going. What the fuck? So the Dodgers are without. That was a great play by Cronworth. My, by the way, my favorite Padre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're they're without Bellinger too. Um, so here you go. You got tonight. Weathers is pitching his ass off. It's, this is probably his last inning. I'm guessing as we're talking six inning will be his last. Um, Dave, you can't get six out of Snell. No, you're right. You cannot get six out of Snell, and you're getting six yeah. tonight from a guy in his second major league. Start, yeah, right? Snell has not gone six since winning the Cy Young in 2018. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Uh, and that's it. They that's pulled it. him right there. 89. Five and two thirds. Yep. Fantastic job. Great job by him. Right. So here you go. You got the rest of the series looks like this. Okay. Friday, you have Kershaw against Darvish again. Did you read? Let me let yeah. me stop you. Did you read what Dylan Hernandez no. wrote the Darvish column today? Dave, no. you got to read it. It's so goddamn good. You Darvish might be the coolest guy yeah. in Southern California. He, he tells these great stories about his friendship with Clayton Kershaw, and he talks about that it's okay if fans want to boo because it says that it was really hard for him uh, to not succeed as a member of the Dodgers in the playoffs, and the story we all know, right? We find out what the Astros were doing. But he said it's everybody's right to boo, and he encourages all Dodger fans that if they would like to boo because he's a member of the Padres, he fully understands his feelings wouldn't be hurt, and it's one of the great things of going to a baseball game. But shit, Dave, he's so goddamn cool. He is likable. Yeah, he's he great. He's great and very funny and talks about how much he enjoyed being a part of the Dodgers, but he's like, but I'm a pod right now. My yeah. job's to beat you. But he really cool things about what Clayton Kershaw That's did cool. for him. Yeah, you'd like it. Anybody, baseball fan, find what uh, Dylan Hernandez wrote. Uh, it, really, really good. Well, when I know you were in the car coming over, but when Manny Machado came up to bat the first time, you know, the crowd's chanting, Manny sucks, Manny sucks. Oh. And there's there's anger issues towards Manny. Manny doesn't suck. Manny's right. an outstanding player, but Dodger fans feel, hey, they didn't get the most out of, out of what they could have had What in, do you think Manny. happened there, looking back? Just oh, trying... it, was the, it was the playoffs. It was the stepping on the foot of... No, of... but I'm saying, do you think he just tried too hard and it impacted him? No, I don't think he played bad. Remember, the Dodgers had to trade for him because Corey Seager was out for the year. Yeah. Remember, so he played short What did they stop. give up to get him to Baltimore? Anything uh, that we remember? No, nothing that we remember yet. It's like when they got Darvish from the Rangers. There's nothing that stood yeah. out. You know, they, the Dodgers kind of won those deals. Uh, they got what they wanted, and the other teams didn't get what they wanted. Um, but for Manny, everything was going great for Manny until the postseason. Until yeah. I don't hustle, you know. Oh, I, right. Remember that? He was vocal about that. And then the the – the dirty plays where he was stepping on guys' feet in first base. And the Dodgers were all set to offer him a big deal, they said, until the postseason. Then everything right. soured. And they're like, dude, we can't sell to our fan base. We have guys that won't admit that they don't hustle all the time. I mean, a lot of guys don't hustle. I saw Profar last Friday who, on a double play ball, slowed down before he got to first base. Crazy. And you're going, shit, man. You know, I watch Will Myers walk off the field. That shit drives me crazy. It doesn't bother a lot of guys. It bothers me. But, but when you vocally give excuses on why you don't run hard, is insane. It, it's crazy to think how different these two teams would be 
if Machado was the oh, third baseman for the Dodgers right? tonight, right? Like, he is just – we said it. I mean, it's his team. Yeah. It really is his team. It, I understand that the gap is probably widened a little bit with Tatis being banged up. Who knows the level of the, the injury. But, man, that guy just does so much. And, yeah, I would think I would think if you're Pete Seidler or Preller or Ron to a certain extent, man, that had to be uh, – how wouldn't you have loved to be a fly on the wall for that conversation? Yeah. Right? We we thought it must have been crazy to get Hosmer, to get him to commit 144 for Hosmer. Now you're going 300 with Hosmer still on the books. And to get that done, and Dave, he's he's – I mean, I get it. We're early, right? It's three years in a ten-year deal, but to this point, man, he's he's been with this team needs. And so, remember, at the time, right after they got Machado, there were rumors they were going to get Bryce Harper or Mookie. Yeah, Mookie as well. Yeah, yeah, it would have been crazy with what Tatis turned out to be. Yeah, the Dodger infield, if they would have got Machado, he probably would have been at third. You probably would have had Turner at first and Muncie at second. Yeah, with Seager at short. But but the. Taking that away from San Diego and giving it to the Dodgers, it's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess Arenado became available, right? Would you have been able to go swing a trade for Who knows, right? Who do yeah. you go? Who's your third baseman? But I just. Will Middlebrooks. Yeah. God, this, this fucking guy. Did he just fucking hit Will Smith? Yeah. Jesus Christ. How did he go to this? <laughs> What's Ryan Weathers doing? I almost have the win. Just get the, get out of the inning, you God. cocksucker. Yeah. Guy fucking pitches like half the guys that I used to watch in the Sunday A's team. Bunch of fucking noodle arms. God damn it. Let's go, Joey Fatone. What's with this fucking guy? Makes me, makes me sick. It makes me sick. When's the last time you actually said something makes you sick? I don't know. I was laughing with the guys at work today. Makes me sick. <laughs> I was just laughing. We were talking about guys in high school that would do this move all the time. Hey, what's up, ladies? There's always yeah. just that one guy that would just walk in there's the room. There's always a coach. Yeah, but there's always just that one guy. We were saying, we're like Stifler. Yeah. We're trying to figure out who was the guy in high school that was stiffler for yeah. your group. You're like, I'm just going to fucking beat the <laughs> hell out of this guy. I've had it. Not today. <laughs> you go, ah, I swear to God, that goddamn chiming keeps going. I'm going to hit your computer. Oh, my God. It's a Padre fan. Yeah, Probably like- sitting and makes me sick when I'm watching him from Adam. <laughs> God. Yeah, they're at the game. They're sitting there bragging. Trent Christmas ball was a shot. Sending me pictures. Oh, this guy, oh, fuck. I, I'm going to lose it here in about a minute and a half. <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I really, uh, you want to like Tingler and Rothschild, yeah. but there are days when you're like, dude, this is a huge game for where you've been <laughs> over the last 10 days. And if your goddamn bullpen blows this game tonight and screws this game up for weathers and everything else, what he, what he, he went five and two thirds. Yes. You can't get the last out. Why not, right? I'm with you. Let him just finish out. Let that next guy get a clean inning. What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy comes in. Adams comes in. There's nobody on. Oh, my God. Hey, well, you want you want to uh, you want to address what Marty Caswell wrote today? On okay, Twitter? go ahead. I was Well, first I want to say something real quick. You mentioned Tingler. I see a lot of people ripping Tingler going, 
oh my God, what's he doing at this lineup? How could you bench uh, Machado and Tatis in the same game? That's ridiculous. Now, look, if you bought a ticket, you're pissed that Machado and Tatis are both out on Tuesday, okay? Yeah. But Tingler, again, I will say this. He doesn't make the lineup card. None of these guys do no. anymore. Don't you guys understand that he does not make the lineup card out anymore? This is all done by the front office and the computer geeks. So when you guys say this, that's that's old school baseball. It doesn't happen that way. And t- I don't blame Tingler. I'll be honest with you. You're facing a guy that has the lowest ERA in baseball that's a right-handed pitcher. Why don't you not give Tatis and Machado a fucking beating? I think we all thought him coming in last year he was going to be insanely overmatched, right? Yeah. There's not a manager in baseball, Dave, for any team that you watch. Uh, take Joe Madden. Take yeah. Dave Roberts. Take anybody. Kapler with the Giants or, or Bud with the Rockies, wherever you want to go. It's not moves that don't happen within the course of the game. Yeah. Like Adams coming in here where you're like, what the hell were you thinking? But they have, I'm sure Adams gets a strikeout for Muncie and, and gets out of it. And they're probably like, that's why we brought him in. Because we thought like he could do what we needed him to do when we needed him to do it. But nah, I haven't been crazy disappointed in Tingler. Uh, there was a very interesting situation today on social media. And you know how we are. Yeah. We shy away from everything. <laughs> uh, Marty asked, Marty Caswell. Yeah. Asked Manny Machado yesterday after the game. What was the morale like in the clubhouse when the team was one and five? Yeah. To which Manny said, you know, I don't even have to answer that. You know the answer to it. I don't have to. He wasn't, uh, I don't think he was rude. He just kind of said, "I I don't have to answer it. You know the answer to that, right? And then Marty kind of went into a follow up talking about the team and trying to you know, keep everybody basically together. I'm paraphrasing, but you might have seen it. And it was fine. I, I thought it was fine. But then it got really weird on Twitter. Marty said, here's my interview, because somebody said took something out of it and drew a parallel. For I understand, 1360s blaming the fan for making her look bad. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't see, and in fairness to Marty, I didn't see what they had cut out. But she wrote a tweet that struck me so funny. Hey, I don't think a radio station should be a cheerleader for a team. If anybody should shut the fuck up, it's Marty. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I say that as somebody who likes her. She, <laughs> no, I do. It's funny. It's fuck shut the it. fuck up. You fucking hypocrite. Really, Marty? When you were the flagship station for the fucking Padres, nothing happened. You always called it down the line. When the fucking Chargers were in this town, you didn't, you always called, come on. She was a homer for every team in San Diego. Which is fine. Yes. She, there's nothing wrong with that. She grew up, you think Mud and Orsillo? I, I, I won't say Orsillo, I won't throw down in there. Mud openly says it. Yeah. I, coach, coach is who he is, right? You're, tell me, Ello's a fucking homer for this team? You ever heard the Ello show? Jesus Christ, it might put me back on Lexapro. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, I thought it was a bullshit comment. And, and again, I like her. But when somebody said, is that a shot at the fan? Hey, I call it like I see it. And again, social media is a cesspool, it is. right? Marty, Marty's cool. 
I admire how much she hustled in a job that I did one time, and she really has hustled, and how she's still doing that job when so many people get burnt out on it. Yeah. And she's done it at, at a really pretty high level for a long time. Like I said, I like her. But this bullshit about, oh, we shouldn't cheer. Save it. <laughs> we grew up in this town, Caswell. But I don't, I don't know. Right, Dave? Am I crazy on no, that? Okay, a couple things. One is I thought Machado handled it wrong. Okay. Oh, really? Why? Because Did you watch the whole interview? Yeah, well, here you go. We'll I thought go. the interview was good. Okay, yeah, but people didn't stay. A lot of people didn't understand that there was a follow-up there to make her look decent. Okay, and but, I'm not. But that's kudos to Marty for for staying I, with well, it and asking what, the follow-up. What's, here you go. Marty got lucky because it's San Diego. If that was New York, no one would have given her time for a follow-up. Somebody would have jumped in on the next one. In San Diego, they let her go. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Okay. Like, if you have, and I don't know because I haven't been on the Zoom call. So, and I, I don't know if you have, but it feels like everybody, Dave, not just Marty, but it feels like when they work their way around the room, Dennis gets a question and a couple of follow-ups. Kevin, AJ, Marty. Uh, Scan gets a bunch of questions in a row. Yeah, so but Scan works just, directly with the Padres. No, I got it. But I'm saying as they make their way around, I don't tune into every one. But it feels like everybody gets the opportunity. Maybe you get, and I, I, I should follow up. Maybe to keep it from people talking over each other. Maybe it's. I, you, I don't know. I don't know. Because you, you, it, might, if, you might be absolutely right. See, okay. if you think about it, Dave. So when it's over, you're saying, Marty, are you done? You think it goes that way? Like, how many I, questions do you give someone? They, Dylan Hernandez gets ripped all the time for not shutting the fuck up and just asking <laughs> dumb well, questions. <laughs> well, I, I can't speak to that. But the couple ones that I've heard. From San Diego, now that I think about it, I've never heard anybody talk over anybody. Yeah, they it don't. Ru- it runs really clean. So I don't know what the rules are, but I think in fairness to Marty, I think that goes to every reporter because you don't hear Kevin talk over Dennis or Dennis talk over AJ or uh, any, you know, Marty talk over Scan. It seems like it runs pretty consistent. So I don't think it's outlandish to think that marty would have the ability to ask a follow-up without anybody talking over so okay so here you go so she asked the question say the question again she asked manny the first time she the way i I mean i watched it one time okay she asked basically what was the the morale of the clubhouse after going one in five okay and his answer basically was you were in there you you know what it's like being in there you know what 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 experience is like okay Meaning, I'm not going to help you out on, on things. So Marty's job is to get a sound quote. That's what you do in radio. You get a, a full sentence. She can't play that answer back Correct. on Darren's show the next day. Nobody can. Okay? That doesn't do anybody any good. Man, he's not a rookie. He knows yeah. how this fucking works. <clears throat> Just answer the goddamn question or don't go to the podium. And by the way, Machado doesn't go to the podium very often. He yeah. Does, he's, he doesn't. He's not a big fan of it. He doesn't do it. And that's always been one of the things that he's been ripped on is that he doesn't make himself available when everyone knows you're the guy we want to hear from, especially when you and I aren't the only ones that think this is Manny's team. He's the guy we want to hear from. And Manny, by the way, speaks extremely well. He's not yeah, a bad speaker in, in multiple languages. He speaks extremely well. So I'm like, just give, give, answer the fucking question. Is, is my, that's why you're there. There's a Manny, microphone in front of me. Answer the question. Say, you know what? We all expect to do a little bit better. Things aren't where they should be. This team can, can be better. We aren't going to lose the division in April. Which is basically what he said. In the follow-up. In the follow-up. Yeah. And like I said. But people to rip her. And we, to be fair to the show and what we say all the time, well, Marty's a female. 
So we always say, do female reporters get the same respect that a male reporter gets? Well, you just said it. She works her ass off. Yeah. She's not someone that just 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 relies and shows up last second, might not know the team. She knows the fucking team. Right. I didn't think Manny was... I didn't think... I thought uh, it was rude. I, honestly, I, thought, I thought Manny handled it wrong. I didn't at all. I do. And I, and I think if it was Katie Temple, you would be pissed today. No. Yes. I, would not. I think you would have said, what the fuck are you doing well, talking to our friend Katie that way? If you're asking half hour, and, and again, this isn't a shot at Marty. This is for anybody across. If I go in and ask a guy, and I guarantee you we've all done it, half hour, hey, what's ABC, right? You see it in the NHL all the time. Hey, what happened out there? Well, what happened was they scored more goals than we did, right? If you that's, that's, what happened out there, what was the key to tonight's victory? Hey, talk about where your arm is positioned for when you're throwing the changeup, because maybe the elbow needs to come up a little bit. What? Fuck, you just say? <laughs> uh, it happens. About four people laughing their asses off right now. <laughs> it happens. So I didn't think. I think when you're getting Manny as a team leader. That is in that situation, uh, and I didn't hear anything that Marty said. Marty's done this a long time. I don't think she was offended by it. I think Marty did. Oh, a good... she was pissed. Marty was pissed by his first answer. She was pissed that people jumped. If, if he didn't handle the way he did, not everyone would have jumped on her today. People were calling for her to be fired. Stop. Hundred percent. People were saying she should be fired. Get Why? her the fuck out. Because they're team Manny, and the Padre Twitter's fucking insane. They asked for Marty to be 100%. fired? 100%. They said, to, yeah, they put a lot. Today was not a good day for her. Oh, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, Is people that... are writing saying she needs to be fired and, and get her credential oh. taken away. Seriously? Yes. That's insane. That's what I'm that, saying. That's absolutely insane. That's what I'm saying. That's not I... a fireable offense. She didn't ask a question. She didn't say, what's your favorite color? And do you like your girlfriend right. to wear it? She didn't say something that was over the line. Of course not. And... I, I thought her tweet about cheerleading was dopey. Oh, that was because you're right. That's hypocritical. But it but it doesn't mean I don't like her and I don't respect the job she's done and that she didn't do what... I mean, Marty is in there. Let me say she's this. She's in there more than any other media member. Right. And, and one of the nicest things you can say respectfully to somebody in any line of work is, man, they get a little dirt under their nails, right? Yeah. They're grinding, they're working. She absolutely does. No, I would, if she was sitting here, I'd say, that was a stupid tweet. Yeah, but because, not a stupid question. God, no. Yeah. And, I, and I don't have any problem with Manny's initial reaction. I thought Marty rephrased it. I thought Marty, uh, I'm sorry, Manny answered it, and it was fine. And so, yeah, people were all over her today. Well, I thought then, people and, were unfair to her, which, well, which is like, for what? For doing my job? Well, then let me say this, too. I also didn't realize that they had jumped on her that much. And so I probably didn't know the full story. So maybe that leads to why she put out the tweet. So yeah, maybe I could have, I didn't, I didn't realize that whole thing. The only thing I saw Dave was the tweet that she put out, but I didn't see anything else as far as people attacking her. Not like that at all. So I, okay. I think she's worked really, really hard. Name another radio producer that does what she does. At that, that level? That jumps, in, that jumps into those Zoom calls. Paul's not jumping into those Zoom calls. Scrapey's no. not jumping into those Zoom calls. Fuck no. And Marty does it a lot. Yeah. And I don't even know if she gets paid extra to do it. She just does it because she wants as much information as possible. But she's done it a long yeah. time. And it, but look, here's the deal. I'll tell you straight out. I'm not defending Marty because we're longtime friends. 
fuck, she won't acknowledge me, and I've known her over 25 years. One of the favorite reasons yeah. why I like her a lot. There you go. I make that gets a lot of points in my her book. Her and Gina the Latina do not like me. Oh, goddamn. I got to start. I love Frankie V, and I'm going to put that goddamn station right back on my preset. I didn't realize Gina. That fucking Gina. Yes, you did. Uh, you, you, you did, too, that Gina would big-time me every fucking yes. day. You were and so you, quick to say hi to her. I did. Because when you see someone in the hallway at 530 well, in the morning. I don't say hi to anybody but Tori Peck. Hey, Gina, good morning. Fucking right by me. She goes, this fucking maintenance guy says hi to me every day. Just, Do you remember the line I used on her finally when I got sick of it? I used to walk in the studio. It was right before the show would start, and I would say, yeah. fuck her. And Jeff would go, why do you even try? And I I don't know. It just happened. It comes yeah. out of my mouth. Good morning. How you doing? Frankie V is a fucking great guy. Fine. She's yeah. not. Do you remember the line I used on her that I crossed no. the line? Maybe this is why our contract wasn't renewed. Probably. I said to her, Gina, congratulations. When's the baby coming? That's when, not nice. Of course it wasn't nice. She's not nice fucking not ignoring me every day. You can't shame and people. I did. I completely made a weight comment. Well, and it that, wasn't nice. That's not nice. <laughs> wasn't nice. She didn't say anything about you being on steroids. <laughs> that shit drives me crazy. You dumb fucks. <laughs> you I fucking, do. I sit here. You fucking juice all day in here. I, I sit across Lex from- Luger's like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> I sit across from Jeff. Why the fuck would I take anything, you dumb shits? <laughs> fuck, for what? Just admit it. What the hell was that? I don't know. Did you hear something? Yeah, it's not like a robot. Yeah, I don't see anybody. Just Assholes admit outside it. of Jeff and fucking high school kids that I coach. I don't see anybody. Oh, weirdo. God dang it. You dumb asses. Fucking yeah, road okay. warrior hawks, like, Who hey, the fuck would you cycle do down. what I do for a living? Do nothing. Cycle down a little bit. Cycle down. Cycle down. Well, shit. I thought it was just, I thought it was just a dopey tweet. I didn't realize yeah. she had been attacked. I don't yeah, like that at all. Att- that's what I'm saying. If it was Katie, you'd be really pissed today. How could you dare call for a firing? Well, I'm, I'm. I'm pissed that it happened for Marty, yeah. Dave. It doesn't have to be anybody. There, give me a break. What the fuck did she do wrong? Tell me again what they think exactly. she did wrong. She didn't. That's what I'm saying. If Manny would have sat there and just said, answer this question he didn't want to answer, but yet it was the right question, it would have been different. What you and they- I have both been in there. By the way, this is for people who don't know. Writers are assholes. So yeah. let's say back in the old days when before COVID, we'd be standing around a locker, and let's say Barry Bonds is standing there. Yeah, you get someone from San Francisco going. You ask the questions now, like yeah, that. They call you guys. to see if you were justified having a, a credential. Remember that? I swear to God, I I wish we were in there now. Any of those fucking dorks piped up? I'd be like, hey, I fucking know where you sit. <laughs> I know where you sit. Not where I know where you live. I know where you sit. I'm gonna take that fucking Toshiba. I'm going to take one of those little creamers you have right there with your fucking peppermint tea, and I'm going to jam it down your fucking throat. I know where you sit. I want you to be able to type with a broken ring finger, four eyes. Shut the fuck up. Ask your fucking question. <laughs> well, I don't like that at all. And, and uh... Boy, Pagan really brought his fucking A game tonight. I just ripped Sean Noisy, dude. He said home run. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Fuck. Fuck. This goddamn team. Great job, Pagan. Fuck. 
Sorry, Marty, you're no longer the biggest issue in San Diego. <laughs> you're right That's back good. in all our good graces. Yeah, that really does piss me off, though. I just thought it was a, a dopey tweet. Yeah. I didn't realize people, that really does piss me off. I'm sorry for her. I, I like her, dude. Like I said, a lot of people write dopey tweets. You yeah. and I write about 50 a day. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so I I just was like, but I, I clearly didn't know enough of the backstory, and I, I don't blame her for probably being a little bit on the defense. I, I don't think... I don't think there's anything wrong with being in San Diego and I wouldn't say cheerleading for the team because that can wear you out a little bit. Um, I've said it. There's numerous people in this local media who flat out cheerlead for Tommy Pham. Yeah. I don't have any issues with Pham himself. I haven't seen anything. I mean, right? You just want him to come through. Right. But I haven't seen anything from him where you go – Oh, he's done this or that. Actually, Dave, and in, in, in the other thing is, while Paddock has suffered uh, and not been the same guy, and his brother is a little annoying on yeah. social media, I haven't seen anything out of Chris Paddock where you go, mm, no. you know, that would trigger me to stop cheering for him. You want him to come back and get through it. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I clearly, like I said, I clearly didn't know enough of the backstory. And yeah, if they came after her like that, then then let her go. See no, what she, you, uh, she does a good job, man. She she does a good job. Leave her alone. Did Darren defend her, or was he I too busy I, watching EPL? Was he too busy? You know what? I didn't. I didn't listen to uh, to Darren. I heard other people talking about it on other shows, though. How basically she got hammered today. So I, I missed Darren today. Um, Son of a bitch, that's funny. Most <laughs> fans know, honestly, and Padre fans know it better than anyone because, as we said before, we boo guys when they when they leave and they come back. I mean, all the yeah. time, you, you you cheer against them, whether it's Luis Urias or whatever. You sit there and go, fuck that guy's not wearing my uniform. If Tommy Pham started playing well, we'd all be Tommy Pham fans. We just know he's not playing well, and he hasn't come through in situations that could win ball games, and you, you're getting really frustrated with him. I mean, Tatis is a different story. His numbers aren't where they should be. We all expect him to be the star that we all think he is. And, I mean, look, to make an excuse for Tatis, number one, we all believe he's still injured, right? We all yeah. believe there's something wrong maybe with both the shoulders. Two is he's changed the swing a little bit so that shoulder doesn't pop out again. Maybe that's why that average is below 200. But we all have have faith in him. Tommy Pham, unfortunately, in a Padre uniform, hasn't come through while wearing the Padre uniform the entire time he's been here. But you don't see anybody else position player where daily you're reminded – that, hey, while the player's hitting 111, you know his on-base percentage in the last half hours jumped to 220? No fucking shit. <laughs> what? How high? Yeah, jumped to 220. And I tell you what, he's an intense son of a gun, and uh, we're lucky to have him. I don't, I don't. Like, you go, this is the team. I, I mean, I openly cheer for this team. Yeah. Sorry to be so offensive. I'm not. Gonna give less of a fuck what anybody in this town thinks because they wouldn't say jack shit to us directly. They talk a lot of shit yeah, behind us. Of course. Nobody says shit. Hey, how's the show going? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Shut up. All right. Speaking of you. All right. Let's yes. go. I'm gonna go. Oh, you got to give me your prediction on these games. We did it last time. Okay. Okay. So uh, tonight, we don't know, Hell, It's 2-2 as we do this game Well, right they now. leave Pagan in, Dave. Why wouldn't you? The guy's throwing 12 pitches and giving up two runs and put a guy on first. He's really got his A game. Nobody fucking out. But go ahead. Ask your question, smart guy. All right. 
Am so I rude like Manny? Here's the, here's the rest. <laughs> you don't make $30 million a year to answer questions. That's, that's what you say. All right, here we go. You, Darvish, Clayton Kershaw on Friday. One hitter for Darvish. Pods win 6 nothing. 6 nothing. Okay. Blake Snell, Trevor Bauer Saturday. Uh, Bauer throws two hitters. Dodgers win 13-2. to two. Snell doesn't get out of the third. <laughs> And Sunday is uh, probably Joe Musgrove against either Dustin May or, or Urias. Craziest thing, Padres get their second no-hitter in 48 hours, the third of the year. Musgrove strikes out 17. 17. Uh, and uh, Padres win 2-1. to one. Padres. <laughs> Did you say it was a no-hitter? Oh, up a run? Yeah, yeah. It's you, not good. A uh, couple of errors, Tatis throws him aside. <laughs> Chris uh, Taylor's quick on the base pass. So do they Sack win fly gets him in. Three out of four this weekend, or they split two two. I I think they split two two. I'm going split two two in this this the weekend also. Do you? Yeah, I did get the Pops last needed one. a lot more than the Dodgers do though, Dave. Right? Yeah, you know what though? I think when you have, I'm not saying this Dodger rotations what the Braves had when they had all those Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. but remember they all used to say you kind of wanted to one up the other guy. Yeah, like Maddox would do something, then Glavin wanted to pitch well, then Smoltz <laughs> wanted to pitch well. Like I, th- I almost think the Dodgers when you sit there and you go with the guys that they have right now with. Um, with Kershaw, with Bueller, with Bauer, those guys, that it's it, there is a little bit of a competition. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I need you to do me a favor. Yeah. Can you on that computer of yours? Can you pull up 2015 Padres starting rotation? Oh my god! Do you remember we we actually said this into a live microphone? Okay, it's there somewhere. Dave, I tell you what, James Shields challenging every other starter to go 200 innings. That's fantastic. That's what this team needs to be a championship team. Well, Shields went about 111. Who the fuck else was on that? Tyson Ross? Hold on. Let me, I'm trying to find it right now. Um, Tyson might have been. Hold on. Got 2015 Padres starters. The point being is that, yes, you have certain staffs, like you mentioned, the Braves, right, when you were unbelievably loaded. Okay, you ready? With Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin. But, yeah, I'm going to go uh, Shields. Yes. I believe Tyson Ross was on that That's right. staff. Was Clayton Richard there? No. All right, who were the other ones? It was Andrew Kashner. <laughs> He's going to give you 200. All I- right. Ian Kennedy. Ian Kennedy's good for probably – he might go 210. And Despagne. Despagne? Yeah. Odrissamar responded. Odrissamar Despagne. God. Who else? Give me the next three. Colin Ray. Colin Ray, Dave. I know he's got elbow problems. Colin Ray. Who the fuck did we think was going to get 200 on that stuff? You had Robbie Erland. You had Casey Kelly. Robbie Erland's a closer, man. I like that guy. He's got a lot going for him. Fuck, dude. Look at these motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. I mean, this is only a few years ago. It's crazy, dude. Well, um, my point being is that remember Shields had said we're going to challenge all our starters to give us 200 innings? That's right. Does it show the stats? How many innings did the starters throw? It doesn't have it broken down that way. Say, did any of them throw over 100? Holy shit. Hey, hey, Jimmy Ballgame, we're going to walk before we run here, okay, kid? Maybe keep your crazy predictions. 125. Those guys threw. That can't be right. That's not right. No. So what? one guy did. Shields threw 200 to two innings. He did? Yep. Tyson Ross threw 196. Cashner, oh, wow. Cashner threw 184. 
Damn. Kennedy threw 168. Despondier threw 125. Well, they got a little closer than I remembered. Yeah. But overall, pretty damn. Not so great. Not so great. Fucking Dale Thayer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dale Thayer sounds like when I used to talk about Gale Sayers, but yeah. when my front teeth were missing. Holy shit. Dude, there's like nobody in that bullpen. Dude, there's nobody in that bullpen that did jack shit. I mean, right there. Well, name names. Oh. Everybody's like, well, who are you talking about? Well, there's no one that still plays. You have, Let me hear him. Okay, Bud Norris. <laughs> Nick Vincent. Nick Vincent from Bermuda? Yeah, Marcus Mateo. Oh, my God. That guy uh, from the Cardinals, I can't pronounce Mark Krasinski or whatever his name was. Remember, he had that crazy spelling, R-Z-E-N. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I don't even remember Jay Jackson. Do you remember him? Fuck no. That's what I call my son. Do you remember uh, Lino or Lionel Campos? Of course, everybody does. Alexa Ramirez pitched in an inning? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Will Middlebrooks? Oh, my Myers. God. Dude, what a shitty team. Bunch of other fucking sad sacks, huh? Oh, my gosh, dude. God damn. Okay, here's a, I get, now i got to give you Wait, hold on. Is this right? You're, okay, you're starting t- a team, okay? Okay. You had Derek Norris catching. You had Yonder Alonso at first. You had Jerko at second. You had Jan uh, Herbert Solarte at third. Alexia uh, Amarista at short. Justin Upton, Will Venable, Matt Kemp. Those are your team. God. You thought you had a shot with that outfield. Boy, what an awful is, infield. Is Solarte still playing? That sounds ridiculous. I thought he was with the Jays, and I don't think he's anywhere, is he? I think he's out, finally. <laughs> so, no, I don't mean that. I just yeah. mean, like, a guy so had a long Jerko run. just retired. Out of yeah. all those guys, Upton's Justin Upton's the only one that still plays. Man. Well, Venable's like a third base coach for the Cubs, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Then off the bench, you had Spangerberg, Middlebrooks. Says Will Myers utility. Will Myers was starting, wasn't he? Yeah. He was in center most of the time. I don't know why. That's I, exactly. Okay, according to this, yeah. That's exactly where he was. Yep. Clint Barmus, shortstop. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Clint Barmus. Like, I don't even remember Brett Wallace, corner, corner infielder. Do you remember him? Yeah. Played in 64 games. Yeah, they get a big beard. <laughs> Travis Jankowski, Abraham Almonte, Will Nieves. My God. Cody Decker, Rocky Gale, Alex Dickerson. Get your tickets. <laughs> Get your, I think we were super excited. Of course we were. Maybe Marty's on to something. <laughs> for any credibility, don't cheerlead for this goddamn local team. I stand, I stand correct. <laughs> we should have just said, who goddamn knows what this team will do? They're the Padres, for Christ's sake. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Right now is a great time to sell your home. You know people that... Our friends of yours, people in the neighborhood that are saying, I'm selling my home, I'm making a fortune. Where are you going to move to once you sell this home? If you sell right now, is this a situation you won't be able to find a new house? Or is it a situation where you're leaving California forever? Brian Curry will talk to you about the real estate market and how much you can get for your home and also help you get to the right neighborhood. Again, call Brian Curry. He's our guy. He, again, he's been doing this more than 25 years. He's the person in San Diego that knows the neighborhoods better than anyone else. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I got the nicest text message from Brian today. He said, hey, Jeff, I just want to say thank you for mentioning Dylan on the podcast the other night. I said, hey, it's my pleasure. Can't wait to watch him play at Poway. Uh, 
really great. Yeah, it's it's as you were you on that text? I was on it and I responded to it, and then it was one of those where I went back and realized it never sent. So I was like, do I send it now or do I just like look like an asshole? Either way. Either way, you look like an asshole. Uh Dave, I figured out right now what I might do is I think what I'm gonna do is uh buy one of those what the hell are those goddamn houses called that are the built? Tiny of- ones. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a shed. Like uh, Johnny Weisbarth? Yes. Well, I'll, you only have room for your guitar? Yeah. And a towel? And a towel. We'll buy one of those manufactured homes that they make out of like sheet metal. And I'm just going to move it right along the edge of beautiful Santee Lakes. Just get, get struck by lightning every raining season. Ding! <laughs> Anytime it hails. Bang, bang, bang! Toast is ready. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> the hell was I doing? Uh, that's probably not what I'm going to do. But if you want to buy a manufactured home, maybe somewhere even as nice as Hamul. You know who can help you find it? BC, Brian Curry. No matter where you want to go, no matter which house, I think he's going to shoot a little bigger for you. I think the, the sky is the limit, and Brian can help you find it. We're watching Pomeranz and Sweeney right now, and behind them in the uh, the backdrop that new building that they have, Dave, right along the left field line, my sons and I were down walking around downtown. And you look at that building, and we were just saying, can you imagine how cool this would be every day you come home at 3.30 and your your view is Petco Park? Yeah, that'd be cool. Or Coronado, or you're looking west to the water, like towards the midway? Man, oh man, yeah, no matter where you want to live, whatever part of your town, city, country, Somewhere in between, Brian Curry can help you find it. Absolutely. Look, Taylor May Pools. I know today, right now, you're going, I was fucking freezing. I was dying. (laughs) That's what the jacuzzi's for in the pool. Yes. Taylor May Pools is the way to go. Look, we know it's going to warm up. It seems so strange. It's almost May, and right now we have such a cold day. But Taylor May Pools, what are you waiting for? Alan Taylor is the person you want to talk to. Everyone's happy when they get a Taylor May Pool. Turn your backyard into a staycation. He deals with brand new pools, and also he does uh, remodels as well. Don't forget, he does commercial and residential also alan taylor's your guy taylor may pools 619-449-4452 619-449-4452 i i mentioned this time and time again but i will bring it up again anytime you try to search for somebody on instagram yeah you immediately feel like you're larry flint's distant cousin terry flint don't you am i the only guy this happens to <laughs> Where you go, hey, I've got to find my sister's Instagram. And you go look, and it's nothing but, I mean, I'm not complaining. Nothing but hot chicks out by the pool. You're like, what the hell? Who am I following? <laughs> you know, I don't even follow anybody. I follow friends and family. Does everybody get that on Instagram? Yes, I think you, just you and me. Damn. The point of that being is that Every one of these women, because I have to scroll through all of them to figure out how I may know them. It takes up three hours of my day. But every one of them seem to be relaxing out back by a beautiful pool. So I would think there's supply and demand for people that need to come and find a way to stay at a pool. And that could be for you. If you don't have a pool in your backyard, then these girls are not going to find the need to knock on your door like a lost kitty. And say, hey, can I come back here and do my latest Instagram photo shoot? You're going to say, you know what? I can't. Because I, <laughs> I built a bowling alley back here. You want to take pictures by a bowling alley? No? Ah, uh, shit. Bye. Yeah. 
So everybody clearly needs a pool in their backyard if you want to host Instagram photo shoots. How do you get that pool built? You call the good people at TaylorMade Pools. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Dan Williams is your guy to get you out of debt right now. If you're in debt and you're looking to get out of debt, Dan Williams is the person you need to talk to. Look, get your finances in order. At the same time, it can help you buy a brand new home. Dan Williams is easy to talk to and he doesn't waste time. What else could you ask for? Also, don't forget about his Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday videos right there on YouTube. Look up Dan Williams. We'll give you great advice. Dan's phone number, 858-688-6813. Don't waste any more time, 858-688-6813. Well, it doesn't matter what you're doing in your life, and it can also include applying for jobs. Man, your credit score is so important, and while it's important for things like that, it's even more important while you're trying to make those big decisions I mentioned it. Boy, I was by my kid's house last night. My neighbor, who I lived next to for so long, couldn't be more excited by the job that Dan and his team did as they helped him avoid foreclosure. Absolutely fantastic. Listen, that's a pretty dramatic situation that we look at. But if you're trying to get your finances in order so that you can buy a house, I can't think of anybody better than Dan. I've told you I've been lucky enough to rebuild my credit. A lot of that was got it over the top by using the things that I learned from Dan and borrow smart, repay smart. You can do the same. Give him a call. Tell him we sent you. There you go. You, now you have too, that cups. I know. Too much scotch. <laughs> Kyle Fluger is your person for a brand new website. Look, if your website and your business is struggling, Kyle can fix it for you. If you're looking to start a brand new business, Kyle is the person to talk to right from the beginning. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Boy, Kyle and I got a brand new website. We haven't had one of these in a long time. Yeah. But David's called Places to Go in the Middle of the Week While Everybody Else is Working.com. Boy, what amazing today on Earth Day, while all of us are sitting at home, working, right? We're trying to avoid using plastic bags unless yes. it's for anything else. And thank God that Kyle was able to get out again. It's only the 77th time in 2021 when he's been able to go for a nice hike in the middle of the work week while the rest of you slobs are trying to pay bills. But he was out in Mount Laguna today celebrating Earth Day. I said, this goddamn guy. <laughs> So, listen, I would say this. Nobody can help you with your website better than Kyle. I'm just thinking it may not happen tomorrow. It may happen when it's not great hiking weather here. So that might be January 2022. So be patient, right? Don't immediately wait for a call back. But when it happens, your website can look as good as ours. If you checked out DaveAndJeffShow.com, Remember in January when I said, yeah, I'm going to start writing blogs. Yeah, I haven't written fucking one. <laughs> but at some point, I will. Maybe that's it. Maybe Flukes is like, I'm just sick of you two assholes telling me you're going to write blogs. You haven't written shit. What else am I going to do today? I'm going for a hike. Get out in the fresh air. Goddamn. Two different times. I, I had to self-correct myself and apologize to Marty, and now I have to apologize to Flukes. Dave, not my favorite show. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. There you go. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much okay, they're worth? I'm ready. We're going tomorrow's date. We're going, as you hear the show, most of you, will be April 23rd, okay? Okay. We're going to start off with two dead people. Mm. Roy Orbison. Oh, man. I don't think he was blind. No, I'm serious. I think he I didn't just... know he was, he was blind, or he said he was blind. Yeah, well, remember he wore the dark glasses Yeah, I thought that was time. just his look. I think it was. I don't know that I'd drive with him. <laughs> 
Roy would have been tomorrow. Roy eight. or Ronnie Millsap? Who are you getting in a car with behind the wheel? Uh, Roy. I heard Ronnie the other day singing Any Day Now. He goes, shit. I, I can barely drive down here. That son of a gun blind writing songs and playing piano. Who would you, who do you know that you would trust if you were blind to dress you every day? <laughs> nobody. Yeah, nobody, right? Nobody in this group. There's not one person. God damn, that's a great question. <laughs> every day I'd be dressed up in a Ronald McDonald suit. Go get him, okay? Your shoes feel big. Shut up. All right. My ankle hurts. Shut up. All right. You look fine. That's ah. the dumbest question I've ever asked. Who, you, would, who would you trust? Who would you trust? Dude, I don't, I don't think there's anybody. Nobody. I'd be wearing like overalls and shit. Like, are we wearing overalls again? You'd be in the. Um, a kid and play back in style? Like, what happened? Yeah. Dude, everybody's wearing overalls. Yeah. You'd be wearing <laughs> Cincinnati Reds t shirts everywhere. <laughs> no go. shit. I'd be wearing red shirts. Uh, who? Oh, Roy Orbison. I'm going to say Roy is 88 and w- would have been worth $18 million. Um, That's not bad. How, do you know how old Roy was when he died? Uh, I didn't realize he was this young. I'm going to say 74. 52. Really? Yeah. Well, he hasn't been dead that long. No he's, way. Yeah, he's 81. He would have been 81. Wow. What did he die from? I don't know. Glaucoma. I don't know. I don't know. Parachute. How much did he say he was worth? $18 million. $20 million. Hmm. We'll round up. All right. Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple. Uh, 85, $9 million. She died at, when she was 85. She would have been oh. 93. Oh. And $30 million. Wow. All right, here we go. Some people are alive. John Cena. John Cena. Say uh, 45 and 45. Really close. 44 and 60. Wow. Okay. Right. George Lopez. George Lopez. You said you like his wife. I do. Not 50, his real wife, but yes. 54 and 35 million. 60. Really? 45 million. Oh. Yeah. All right. Did George, Lo- George Lopez pull the ultimate dick move where he needed a kidney transplant, got it from his wife, and then divorced her? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. What's he supposed to do? Give it back? Oh my god. Well, maybe stay with her. Ah, oh, yeah, that's true. All right, here we go. Valerie Bertinelli, last one. God damn, that's that's about as close to perfect as you get right there. I'm gonna say Valerie Bertinelli is 58, 61. Still perfect. Sorry, Temple, don't judge me. <laughs> She's worth uh, 22 million. $20 million, really close. God damn. All right, one night stand, Valerie Bertinelli or um, Marie Osmond? No! <laughs> she, mini cricket. You son of a gun. Those are two, of the, those are two five-star recruits right there. I'm going to take... I'm going to take... Uh, See, Marie has like 12 kids, but I think like 11 of them are adopted. Okay. You know what, Dave? I'm going to shock the I'm going to shock the panel. I'm going to take Marie Osmond. I'm, I would too. I've seen her in person. I saw her at Disneyland once, smoking hot. Yeah, I think Valerie Bertinelli's smoking hot too. I don't care. I'm taking Marie. <laughs> Either way you go, that's a win. Yeah, it's true. You can't lose. 
No. That is, that's an absolute win. Oh, I was not expecting that. Damn it. All right, here we go. Okay. What is the one thing you've done that you would not let your kids do? Ooh, ride a motorcycle without a helmet. Did oh, it there every you go. day. It's good call. Did it every day for about uh, eleven years. Would not would not do that. That's a good call. I like that one. All right. Are you the person who likes to experience new things? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you're love right. It. I think that's true about you. I Wait, don't think I Oh, am. hang on. Wait, go back. What's the one thing you did that you wouldn't let your kids do? I like cigars. I don't think I'd like it if my kids started smoking cigars. Or dipping. It, I, I dip tobacco, oh, and I, I wish s- my kids wouldn't dip. Yeah, the dip. I See, we didn't go that much to Excalibur. Yeah. But when we went in there, that was really fun. Yeah. That was really fun. I like I like your idea with the dipping. Uh, not, not it's the, a horrible habit. I wish I didn't do it. Either one. And then... Um, <laughs> one of the guys I coach with who yeah. has never dipped, after every game, he's firing at a dip. And I go, do you do it on days that we don't play? No. But he goes, I can't take it. Like, he needs to calm Jesus. down. And just, <laughs> it cracks me up every time I look at him, throw a dip in. Are you a new guy's uh, new thing guy? I'm not. I wish I was. I say this all the time. My son is. Yeah. Like, I admire jo- the way Josh lives his life a lot more than I do. Um, no, the older I get, the the less new stuff I do. It's funny. I, I had a conversation today with a couple of friends. I think it was about 2018 that I went to Montreal. And when I went there, I was assuming the whole country would only speak French. Now, I had spent... About a week in Paris, so yeah, I'd been through it before. A week? No, but I mean, I was only going to Montreal for like I five days. Well, I mean, did you think you could hold your own? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Not that I could speak French. Oh, heck no. I, I, I didn't think that at all. I just meant that I had been survived for a week okay. in a non-English speaking country. And I thought, yeah, I can figure enough things out, right? And when I got to Montreal, the, a lot of people speak English. It was great. Beautiful. But it was funny because I went there, Dave, for work purposes, and a couple of the people that I had a deal with were clients that were incredibly frustrated with our company. So I go and I have meetings with these three different guys, and it's like, got to meet at one guy at 10, he's pissed, go to lunch, meet another guy at one, he's pissed, half hour drive, third guy's pissed. You're like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) But since that time... Those three guys and myself have become very close. Cool. And we were able to resolve the issues. And my buddy, who was kind of the tour guide, I reached out to him today and I said, hey, man, I just wanted to say thank you. Because in my four plus years with this company, it, it's honestly one of my favorite days being able to see the city meeting these guys, working with them. And I said, now three of them are like three of my favorite guys. When they call, I, I couldn't be more excited to hear from them. So, yeah, David, I like it. Getting out, it's one of the things right now, we're probably grounded all of this year, and I completely get it. Our upper management is very protective of their staff, and I like it. But I was joking with a couple of the guys that I work with that you're a little bit of a road dog. We're We're not... We're not out like these guys are, but I had probably spent, I don't know, eight weeks, maybe not eight weeks, but five, six weeks on the road the last couple of years, and now we're not traveling. You got that itch a little bit, and it gives you that chance to go out and see new places. I'm actually going to try to take my kids to Minneapolis this summer. Cool. I have not been back to Minneapolis in 26 years, 
And so I'm trying to put a thing together to take my sons on a plane and go back to Minneapolis and go see. They really want to go. Cool. So we're going to try to do that. So, yeah, that kind of stuff would be fun. That would, that'd be great. That'd be really cool. I look like a fair ball. Yeah. Do they call it fair or foul? It was a fair ball. Landed right on the fucking white. Look at the light. What do they call it? Uh, well, if it hits the line, it's foul. No, it's the line. It's fair. Don't oh, shit. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, that's a terrible angle. You can't see. Oh, look, they called it a foul ball. Am I wrong? Did that ball hit the fucking line? Uh, it left a mark. Fuck, we have the volume down, and everyone knows yeah. the answer by the time you hear this. All right, so here we go. Next question on here. Okay. They're are under you, review right now. Okay. Are you a person? Hold on. Jeff and I are watching this. We've got to see I this. I think it does. Oh, yeah, it hits the line. Okay. Are you a, how does the umpire fucking miss that? He's standing right there. Are you a person who is happier in a relationship or being single? That's really funny. It's a great question. I like that one a lot. Uh, you know, I read all these. I'm, I'm always fascinated to read articles <clears throat> from people that have gone through a divorce. And you read different stories about how their relationship works, right? You and I didn't do a show last night because you had family issues. Uh, family in town, not family yeah. issues. Both. Family Once they came to town, they had family <laughs> issues. Family commitments. And so, usually on Thursday night, I'll go over and do movie night with my kids and their mom. So, last night, I was like, hey, I got nothing to do, so I'm coming over. And she sends me a text. She goes, she's on the HOA board. Yeah. So, she said, hey, I'm going to be doing a Zoom HOA meeting, um, but dinner's in the oven for you. And I started cracking up. I didn't ask her to do anything, right? So, get over there. Man, she'd made steak and cool. potatoes and salad, the whole thing. I get along with her great. I just, I mean, I've been pretty candid about it on the show that uh, if I was the, uh, who I am today three years ago when a lot of shit was going on, I think she and I are still married. But yeah, I don't, I'm fine either way. Like being married was really yeah. cool. I'm, I'm sorry for the way it ended, but I'm thrilled that she and I are incredibly tight right now. We have a great, not to the point where, I think we'd go back, but as parents of our kids, we get along great. Good. And uh, and it's cool. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'd ever get married again, but... You didn't think you were going to get married the first time. I know. <laughs> it's true. Ah, oh, shit. It's Tim over the hill coming in. <laughs> Here he comes. Fucking guy. He looks like the guy from Wings. <laughs> he does. He does. Remember that guy who was in Sideways? Yeah. That's what he reminds me of. Everyone on the Padres looks so big to me. And then Tim Hill comes in. And you're like, who's this little fuck? This <laughs> little sack of shit. Uh, I'm not going to ask you that question because you'd probably answer Well, I'll be honest way. with you. I only know one way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which is very strange. Like, in my mind, like, I'm 100% sure that I'm definitely going before my wife, you know? Yeah, we all know that. But we all know. But at the same time, I would say, think, think, okay, what would I do? Honestly, I wonder if I'd be one of those guys that'd be remarried in two years. Like, how quickly would I? I only know to be with somebody. Yeah, I don't think so, Dave, because I think. I don't any- think a lot of people put up my shit. Like, no. I, literally, I watch a shitload of sports. Watch a shitload of Bravo. Shut the I fuck do. I up. watch. I have the weirdest combination. Yeah, Housewives. I watch Dallas Tyler Housewives Moore. before you came in. Fuck ah. Dallas Housewives and Dodgers. I mean, that's where I'm at. Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah. That's the other. Sh- I don't have a shows. sophisticated palate. You sure do not. <laughs> you do not at all. 
Sorry to be the one to break it to you. I'm literally the guy that will go to the grocery store, buy a can of Chef Boyardee, and just eat it out of the can. God, you are you are not. That is just hillbilly. Please, please say that's a lie that you said it for effect. Oh dude, my God, dude! I'm telling you, there's not a lot there. I got it, but that—that's that's a whole different level of rock bottom. Jesus Christ! What does this dude look like? Davey reminds me of somebody. Oh my gosh! I liked my wings call, but I don't think that's it. Well, he grew his hair a little bit more. That's probably yeah. why. All right, here we go. Right here. Um, <laughs> all right. Do you feel your age? Do you feel older, or do you feel younger? Funny. Uh, until you have kids, yeah, I would think everybody. And unfortunately, you see this a lot with all my friends. But I feel that I notice it more with my female friends who I care yeah. a lot about. That may, for whatever reason, man, in Southern California, it seems that I have a lot of female friends that are now over 50 that didn't get married and that don't have kids. And and I hear it more out of them. I don't know. I don't worry about that at all. I'm incredibly <laughs> thankful for any birthday that comes up. Uh, the one thing I, I do think about is I had my kids pretty late. You are lucky because you had kids young. It was hard, though, man. I didn't have any money. No, I know. No money. You don't know what you're doing, no. right? I kind of would have liked to split the difference a little bit because I start thinking about it, and you go, man, when my kids are my age, yeah. but you feel young and you want to do things, I'd be fucking 93. <laughs> what the hell am I going to be doing? <laughs> going to be shacked up somewhere with Brandy Love. I, which would be great, but I don't even know. I mean, how old is she going to be at that time? 70? Oh, my God. So that's the one thing. No, I, my kids absolutely died laughing. I will tell you guys all what I did the other day because I'm a complete idiot. So growing up, I never played video games. I was never an Xbox guy, PlayStation I had a PlayStation 2 that pretty much sat forever, right? And then I got a PlayStation 3, and I like that because yeah. of playing like Tiger Golf at Augusta. But again, we took it out like twice a year. And then my kid showed up, and Vaskersion put him in the show yep, and put you in the show. So that was really fun. And then it kind of expanded out. So we did it with Madden football and we're all on the Raiders. Yeah. Right. And that was really great. We have started playing NHL 21. And what I realized was with that game is that it's very simple to just move anybody you want from any team onto the team you, you want. So we created a team with the LA Kings, and I, I think I was saying this. We put Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and a bunch of guys on the team, a bunch of young players, and it's just been a blast. After two years, we always move the team. We get pissed at the city of LA. <laughs> we move them to San Diego or we do whatever. And then the other night, I'm sitting there, and it's you know, 10, 1030. You got to start shutting it down. And I'm kind of goofing around with the game because I know my kids are coming over. And I start looking at something. I go, hey, you know what? I wonder if I can put them in this game. I go, I bet I can. So I start you know, figuring it out, how to yeah. create the player. 
Well, we had a franchise that we were like four years in. There was no way to put them on that. So I basically had to start the franchise over, and then I created my sons, and they're now on it. And then I got to rebuild the roster, and I got to do 10 other things. David went to bed at 2.45. <laughs> Alarm goes off five hours later. And I, not even that, four and a half hours later. So my kids call me and they're like, what's going on? I go, I'm fucking exhausted. I got four hours sleep. They're like, oh my God, what happened? I go, what happened? I was building our goddamn Kings roster. They were dying. They're like, dad, you're an idiot. What are you doing? I go, I'm shot. So no, Dave, to answer your question, I don't because anybody my age should have been getting a full night's sleep and not sitting there laughing <laughs> about building a roster. You don't feel it, right? You feel your no. age? No, I feel younger than my age, I think. I would say that. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? I do feel younger. Yeah, but, I, feel, I feel I feel fine. I feel like I'm in good shape. But like, if you if you were 15 and met somebody your age, you were like, that guy's fucking dumb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at this old yeah. bastard. Yeah. Dude, right? Fuck. Yeah. Dude, my back literally hurts jogging from the dugout to third base coaching box. But we go out every weekend and play football yeah. for at least half hour. Yeah. And I'm always, anytime... My sons make a catch. I'm like, that was a hell of a throw. <laughs> and they're like, what? And they got football gloves now. Yeah. Oh, cool. My son's become a Titans fan. So, oh, cool. so his mom got him Titan gloves. And he makes one-handed catches with these yeah. gloves, right? It's like Lester Hayes. And I'm always like, man, I put that right in there. <laughs> I give him no credit at all. But I think if you're out and doing those kind of things and living life and laughing and breathing, yeah. man, yeah, you should feel great. I think I we got a bunch of friends that are older than us uh, that are nice enough to listen to this show that I, I look at those guys too, men and women, and go, yeah, man, they're all crushing it. You got to get out and enjoy it. Absolutely. All right, here we go. What's the last one? What's the coolest thing you've done by yourself? Ooh. Uh, uh, coolest thing I did by myself Oh, I like that one. I think making the decision to move to London. I really That's do. That's cool. Yeah, I think making the decision because uh, it gave me an opportunity to see the world. I got a job over there working for Mickey Duff and, and the boxing promoter. That was 100% on my own. And Dave, like anybody, when you're 17 years old, you think you know a lot more than you do. You think you're better than you do. And I went over there and, and kind of changed on a lot of different things. For me, yeah, that was uh, the coolest thing. What That's do you got? Cool. You know what? I don't. That's why it's kind of disappointing. I really don't. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't have things that, that stand out to me. I'm trying to think. Literally, I remember being like 10 years old, having extra, had my, like, my allowance, and I uh, went to like a fast food place. And I yeah. ate, and it felt weird. They felt like people staring at you, like, what's this 10-year-old kid eating all these hamburgers for? <laughs> and then um, I've seen two baseball games by myself. Never been to a movie by myself, ever. I went to one movie when I was in Atlanta yeah. for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I couldn't get out on time, and I saw Talented Mr. Ripley you by remember. myself. Good movie. And I felt, yeah, I felt like such a, I, I know there are people that love seeing movies like that. I, yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. It made it weird. It was weird. My mom said she's done it her whole life, gone to movies by herself. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I, I whatever works for yeah. people, and that your fast food story is comedy, because I told my sons when I was a kid, I worked in our apartment complex. I yeah. was about eleven years old, and, and I don't know, right? Complete slave labor, <laughs> and you'd make like 25, 30 bucks a week. But we had a Burger King that 
was like two blocks from our house. Yeah. And every Sunday, Dave, for Viking football, that was my life. I'd tell my kids, I'd walk in the snow. Yeah. Like two blocks, but you go get like a double cheeseburger and fries and bring it back and watch the Viking game. And you thought you absolutely had the world beat. That's funny. That's funny. Is that what you were doing when yeah. you went there? Yeah, 100%. That's what I was doing. But now if you went to a fast food place. I would just go through a drive through and eat my car. Yeah. <laughs> tell them, order for the guys at the office. Which but, I used to do all the time. But I'm saying if you went into Rubio's. Yeah. And there's some kid like 10 sitting in there eating by himself. Aren't you going to be like, what the, who the what hell happened? is this yeah. guy? Exactly. I got to call CPS. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I said, I used to take the bus to downtown Minneapolis and meet my grandmother all the time. Not absolutely not far from where the whole George Floyd thing yeah. went down. And, uh, and it was fine. My kids were like, Hey, we're going to get on the bus and, and they're 14. We're going to get on the bus and go downtown. You're not going anywhere. So, but yeah, I would say moving to London when I was 17 was the best thing I did. All right, we'll be back on Monday, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll see exactly what happens between the Dodgers and Padres. Should be exciting. So oh.